Hey everyone, welcome to Good Wolf Radio. It's Jerry Scarlato, and I'm the founder and Thrive Coach at Thrivology in Alexandria, Kentucky. Today's episode is a special one because we have our first guest on. Previously, we've been talking about identity. And in part one of this series, we talked about, we went deep into identity and why it is that identity stands between us and the change that we're trying to make. In part two, we talked about where, I, where our identity comes from and where the parts of identity are developed. In other words, who we believe we are and how that's developed and what we believe we're capable of achieving and how we get there. If you have not so far, make sure you go back and review those so that you can have a grasp on that for this episode. In this episode, our special guest is Tim Law. Tim is a member of Thrivology and has been for just over two years. Tim has had a drastic transformation in his health and fitness, in his physical body, in his biological and physiological self, I'm sure as well, in his mindset in so many different ways. We talk a lot about his change and how he's transitioned from the person that he was to the person that he currently is today. In other words, how he overcame a lot of obstacles along the way, and how he uh, embraced the change along the path. This is a great episode. We have a great conversation. I know you guys will really appreciate it. Uh, make sure that if you enjoy this, you like, subscribe, and share. Give this to somebody who's trying to make some change in their own life, or if it's you, make sure you really ingrain it. And enjoy this episode and enjoy this conversation with Tim Law. I got a funny story about Tuesday. Tuesday? Tuesday. I came up here and I worked out and mm-hmm. uh, with, uh, with Taylor, mm-hmm. and I decided I was going to go run for a little bit, and mm-hmm. so I immediately left here, went and ran. And I got done, and this dude's standing there waiting to get a tanning bed or something, and he was you could tell he was a talker. He was just going, mm-hmm. talking and talking to whoever. Mm-hmm. So I started talking to the, the guy, and this guy comes up and starts talking to me. And uh, he's like, what's your thoughts on health and fitness? I'm like, it's funny that you should ask. <laughs> and uh, that you ask. This, and the guy was, uh, I'd say he was probably 225. He was a bigger guy. Yeah. But he starts telling me that a year ago he was 350. Wow. And, about how um, health and fitness, how getting in gear, eating right, getting into the gym has changed his life. Yeah. And uh, I was sitting there thinking, they were standing there thinking, should I say anything or not? I was fine, like, all right, he's going to keep talking. So I'll, mm-hmm. tell him, I'll tell him a little bit about my story. Yeah. I threw a shameless plug in for, uh, for Thrivology. There you go. He was all about it. And he's like, I live in Lexington. I was like, you can come up here. It's all yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once a week, you know. <laughs> his parents live here. So Two hour round trip up. doesn't hurt anything. Yep. That's pretty cool. That was fun. It's cool whenever you talk to somebody. Uh, and you can make that connection, like especially when you've been through it. A lot of people have, you know, maybe they haven't been through like the full cycle, if you will. But they, when you can talk to somebody who's also like started somewhere, made all the changes. Not not every change because it's an ongoing process. But you make a bunch of changes, and then it's like you can make that connection with them. Like mm-hmm. it's it's pretty cool. It was cool. He was uh, he was fun to talk to, big yeah. talker. But mm-hmm. uh, it was, it was yeah. time to get away when it was time to get away. But yeah. it was cool to uh, hear both stories, mine and his, at the same time. Yeah, very cool. So that was Tuesday. Um. So on that note, since we're already talking and rolling, we're just going to keep going, and we might just make that the beginning of the video or the beginning of the podcast. Um, 
This is Tim. Tim is one of the members at Thrivology, and Tim has been a member now for just over two years. Two years in September. Yeah. Um, and Tim, what he probably doesn't know about himself is an inspiration not only to the people around him, but also to the coaches here because uh, Tim is what we like to call, uh, we'll call an outlier. I don't like the word outlier. Why? Well, I, I appreciate the word outlier, but Tim has been the kind of person that when he walked in the door and said he was going to do something, he followed through and he did it. Now, with that being said, most definitely, I assume that there were plenty of times where it was not easy. It was always a process, but you walked in the door and you said you were going to do something and you did something. Um, why were you able to do that? I think I've been on both sides of it is the mm -hmm. thing because all through high school and into college I was a, I was an athlete I did uh, you know I did, did some intramural sports mm -hmm. I did fraternity sports and things like that and then as I got into the working world it kind of all fell off off the rails and I knew how much better it felt on that side so mm -hmm. once I got the coaching and the guidance and the encouragement I was able to make those changes and now keep sustaining those changes and moving forward mm -hmm. and you know for me I've got to find that goal like um, last year. Uh, I did 22 events between um, obstacle over course did races. Did you do that many? I did 22. That's 22. crazy. Yeah, 22 and 2022. Mm -hmm. So ha, That's cool. Yep, yep. 20, I've, I've got all kinds of sayings, you know. I know, you know <laughs> that's uh, cool, though. Uh, Thrivology is the place to be in 23. So, so uh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to steal it. You can, you can steal it. Thank um, you. you know, I'll give you some payback uh, if it, when it follows through. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's that 1% mentality. And, you know, that's something else. You know, you told me that on day one, that it's 1% better every day. Yeah. 1% every, better every day for 365 days is 365% uh, better. Yeah. And I've actually taken that mentality and translated that to my team through in, in my professional relationship at work. And, you know, we've we've been through a lot in the last year and 18 months and uh, we've got a long way to go just on that side. And I've put that in my I put that on my last slide on just about everything is one percent, guys. If I can get one percent every day, if I can get a half a percent from you guys better, you're still 180 percent better than what you were. Give me an example of how you've seen that mentality. That was, uh, I think, part of an example. Can you expand on how you've how that mentality of one percent better every day has translated in your personal life, career, in career? Either one. Well, career. Um, you know, as I said, my my company has made several acquisitions in this in this last year, and you, you got to eat the elephant one bite at a time. You got to figure out what's what's most important and go after that, and then celebrate those small small successes. And for myself, you know, from a health and fitness standpoint, when I, when I walked in the door, I didn't know what to expect. And, you know, I were joking the other day that I filled up the chair a little more the last time we were sitting in there joking around. <laughs> mm -hmm. But, you know, just that incremental success that, um, you know, all of a sudden you go from working nothing to a 10-minute workout every day to a 12-minute to a 16-minute and then so on and so forth. And then now I, I probably spend too much time in the gym, but, uh, you know, trying, trying to gain whatever I can do from a, from a gain standpoint, whether that's taking a minute off of a 5k or whether that's, 
uh, taking 20 minutes off of a, off of a half marathon or uh, doing a, a 15k tough mutter versus a 10k tough mutter. You know, all those things add up. You don't get them. You don't get them immediately. It'd be great if we could have that immediate success and see that just just right, uh, mm-hmm. right off the get go. But looking at that long term planning, and that's the other thing too, is looking at the long term plan. Make a make a goal and stick with that goal, mm-hmm. but then celebrate the incremental successes in between. Um. So you said something that hit me, and my mind is losing it for a second. But those incremental goals are terribly important. And when most people walk in the gym, they have a singular goal in mind. And generally, it's an outcome. I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to lower my cholesterol. I want to X, Y, Z. And when you walked in the door and we met, you said those things. Mm-hmm. You, you said those same things. I have these outcomes that I'm trying to achieve. And you have changed your mindset and uh, not changed because I'm sure it was at least partly there, but shifted your mindset into the process. Yep. Um, how do you think that that went? How do you, how did you help? How did you allow yourself to change from, I need to achieve this outcome, which is what kills most people's dreams, if you will, because they don't reach the outcome or it's taking longer than they expect. It's not as fast. It's harder, whatever the thing is. And then they keep going and they keep going and they keep going. Um, and they reach the outcome or they don't keep going and they stop and it's like, eh, not going to make it or I'm, you know, I'm just going to give up because it's too hard. What pushed you to just keep going? What allowed you to change your thought process on that? Looking back at those small successes mm-hmm. and, and realizing that they were there. And it was something you said to me on one of the first, I don't know, probably maybe maybe three weeks in. Mm-hmm. We were uh, we were working out in a semi-private session. And you're mm-hmm. like, you look like you lost some weight. And I'm like, no, not really. Mm-hmm. And you're like, get on a scale. And I got on a scale and I was down like 10 or 12, 14 pounds, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. And it's always just stuck with me is that's actually a success. I mean, mm-hmm. that's better than where we were, better than where I was before. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're running too, whether you're running three miles, six miles, 10 miles, whatever you're going to run. When you look back behind you, you're that much further down. I don't care if you're running a hundred yard dash. You look mm-hmm. back, you've ran that hun- you've ran that hundred yards, or you've mm-hmm. ran that half mile, and that's already behind you. And nobody can take that away from you. That's cool. So what I hear you saying is that taking time to reflect on the progress you've made, Absolutely. whether whether that's an actual thing that you're trying to achieve, which again for most people is weight loss, admittedly, which which is fine. Um, but no matter what the progress is. Looking, taking time to reflect on what that progress is. Um, if I haven't made progress in weight loss, what are the other things I've made progress in? Have I gotten stronger? Is my, are my clothes fitting better? Are my measurements different? Am I able to walk better? Am I able to go upstairs better? Like what's that, what are those things that actually, um, that I've actually improved in? You know, there was a real defining moment in um, probably October, November of 2020 and I went with a bike ride on my, with my kids and there's a hill and I was just always out of breath. Walking, I was out of breath on mm-hmm. this hill. And I went up it like nobody's business on a bike. And I thought, what, what just happened? I started thinking back, you know, what had happened over the last couple of months. It was right after the, uh, oh, the fall challenge. Uh, yeah, Quest for your best. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, you know, just feeling that much better um, during, during that and keeping up with the kids. They were I don't know, 11 and 12 at the time, 11 and, and seven at the time, I think. So, mm-hmm. you know, being able to chase them around and know that I'm gonna be here to chase them around mm-hmm. for the for longer term is even, uh, mm-hmm. even more exciting. And, you know, you can't be afraid to shift those goals too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's something, um, 
what I've had to tell myself too as I've as kind of I've advanced through the last two years is you know at first when I got in here I wanted to wanted to lose weight and I wanted to lift as mo- most weight that I can but um, I can get a better workout sometimes with a 30 pound weight is what I can a 60 or 71 pound weight mm-hmm. and um, you know I hurt my shoulder here a couple weeks or a mm-hmm. couple months ago and then trying to rehab that and get back to where where it needs to be um, you can't be scared to step back down and then also you know, uh, it's slow, slow increments because, uh, yes, could I go back and do the weight that I was doing? Probably. Would it do me any good? No. Would I pay for it for the next three weeks? <laughs> a- absolutely. absolutely. Mm-hmm. But have I lost the strength in general? No. Have mm-hmm. I lost the will to do it? No. Could I do it if I wanted to? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but sometimes because you can do something doesn't mean you should do it either. That's a valid point. I need to tell myself that more often sometimes, <laughs> going to be totally honest. Uh, you and me both, my friend, <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> so I think that that's, I feel like that's another super important point that can't be overlooked. If, if you view this as a finality, which a lot of people when they get started is, once I hit 20 pound weight loss, like I'm done. Once I do this, then I'm done. Once I do that, then I'm done. If you view it as a finality, a setback becomes the end of it right it's done but if you view it as this is this is what i'm doing now this is what i'm becoming this is what my life is this is how i'm going to be living my life and i am the kind of person that is going to want to constantly improve myself as i move forward then a setback simply becomes another opportunity to adjust what you're doing so that you can can then become better on the other side of it Mm -hmm. That's what I hear. Out of that's, that's exactly right. You know, I get up at 4.05 every morning. Cause I don't want to be that guy that gets up at 4. But I get up at 4.05. <laughs> <Bump, laughs> <bump attack>, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, but uh, I, I get up at 4, 4.05 every morning. And regardless of, of what I feel like or what I feel like I think I can do, if, if my shoulder's sore, if my knee's sore or whatever, I can find something to do. Even if I just make that commitment to walk out my front door and walk into a gym or I travel a lot for work, if I can get into the fitness center or if I can get out into the parking lot and just do a light jog or something, I make that commitment to myself. And as silly as it sounds, my day doesn't sound, doesn't feel complete unless uh, unless that happens. Uh, you know, we had that uh, little ice event, uh, snow event here last week, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't didn't work partially because my truck didn't want to start. It was <laughs> negative eight degrees, and uh, uh, my wife said it's probably not too bright to go go outside right now. And, and she she was right in that credit, but uh, I, I didn't do as much that day as what I wanted to, mm-hmm. and uh, and it just didn't didn't feel like the day was complete. But mm-hmm. the next day was there, and yeah, we yeah. got twenty four more hours to uh, to to get it right again. Um, it's becoming the kind of person. Right. Once it's in your schedule, once it is the thing that you do, then it, it it is not a hindrance all of a sudden, which brings me back to the thing that I thought of previously. You said that I may spend more time in the gym. Maybe these weren't your exact words, but I may spend more time in the gym than I should. Or maybe I spend too much time in the gym, I think was, was what you just said. Uh, my question is, with that thought in mind, which may or may not be a fact, does it? How does it impact the rest of your life? You know, at, at first, and I've gotten a lot better from from a work life balance. And uh, to your credit, you've taught me a lot on uh, on that from a work life balance, and then from a fitness life balance too. Where before I was trying to be very structured, very rigid, and you know, I got up at that four oh five every morning. I was in the gym at four thirty or five thirty, depending on where I was going. Then I was back at five thirty in the evening. 
and I realized that uh, those that was helping me meet some of my goals, but I also have goals with with my kids, with my wife, and things that uh, that I have to balance that that I have to balance out. Now, uh, whether I make up that time or whether whether I don't from a from a fitness standpoint, I also know that uh, I'm not going to get those minutes back with my wife, and my kids, um, and uh, you know I also also have to have some financial commitments from a, from a work standpoint too, that mm. they, uh, they seem to like me there at certain hours. <laughs> you know, that's the thing about work. Yeah. It's, uh, it's nice when you get paid, but, uh, there's mm. a, there's a few hindrances there too. They, yeah. they, they tend to want you there. <laughs> um, do you feel like that it has helped you? So regardless of the time spent, um, your ability to contribute in those areas, how has it changed? I think it's helped me uh, tremendously, mm-hmm. you know, from from that commitment standpoint, and live more in the moment too. Mm-hmm. Just uh, seeing what what fitness has done, what it has what it has changed from a mentality standpoint, and then also keeping up keeping up with my kids too. And I'm also uh, feeling good. So you know, I work in industrial manufacturing. So when I'm when I'm out in the in the plants. Uh, dealing with the folks that are uh, that that are working through the processes, I can I can keep up with them. I'm not short of breath. I can go upstairs, downstairs. We've got plants in Colorado at high altitudes. That one still gets me a little bit, but uh, <laughs> well, I can <laughs> high altitude altitudes can be a beast. They they can be, but uh, I I can keep up there. And then the same thing, you know, I've got very active kids that run cross country, track, wrestle. Um, keeping up with them, I can go for a run at night with uh, with both of my girls. Um, my, my wife, uh, got into the gym this week for the, for the first time in a while. It was, uh, it was good to see her back and she's, um, you know, I think she's, she's, uh, starting to embrace again, the, um, the 1% commitment and, and want to, uh, want to make those changes too. Cause it's, it's a family affair. You can't do it by yourself. And, you know, by family, it's not just the, the four of us at home. It's the, the Thrivology family that we rely on. And then the folks that, uh, that I work with every day, because, Unfortunately, I love my family, but I see the other folks in my life probably more, more than, yeah. than uh, what I do even my own, uh, my own offspring. <laughs> you know, sometimes that's, I think that that's the way of it for most people, I would imagine. And I don't know that that's a bad thing per se. I think if you, this is a reflection on something else that is a deeper conversation for another time. But, you know, you spend a, what's, what's the saying? Um, familiarity breeds contempt. Or familiarity breeds whatever you want to put into it. Maybe it's not contempt, but you get comfortable with seeing somebody every day, and you take them for granted. You get lackadaisical with exactly. it, exactly. Or you, not every day, even, but you know, all day. Mm-hmm. And I think you get lackadaisical with it. So um, there's some variability in there that I think is necessary for most relationships. We are getting deep. We really are. <laughs> And that could lead down a whole nother rabbit hole. And you got to work out at 12 o'clock. So yeah, I don't know that we have. <laughs> we, we, we can work out afterwards. Too. Yeah, we got time. We got time. So, you know, it's funny you say that. Let me, let me take that a different way. I mean, yeah, you go ahead. You got, you got time. And, you know, I saw an interview with uh, maybe it was Biggest Loser or something where they said, yeah. they said you got nothing but time. And in one sense, that is true. Because if you, uh, if you mess up, you got tomorrow to do it, too. You can. Uh, there, there's only so many tomorrows, yeah. but on the same token, don't don't beat yourself up. And that's something that I struggled with to start out with. Was mm-hmm. if I would miss a workout or if I'd have a bad meal, I would just beat myself up over it. I would fret over it. And uh, now I'm like, you know what? I, I can deal with it tomorrow. I can't keep pushing it off to tomorrow to tomorrow. That's going to be a problem. But you know, one one missed workout, one bad meal is not going to be a game changer. Um, so we like to say here, one rep at a time. 
right? Make every rep a new set, if you will. So basically trying to focus on improving every rep as you're going through an exercise or as you're going through a set. The same applied to that idea. Every day is a new rep. Every day is a new opportunity to do the thing again, to go again. And most people have that perfectionist mentality, especially when it comes to health and fitness. Maybe they don't apply it to other parts of their life, but man, when it comes to health and fitness, it's like, well, I had a meal on Tuesday that I wasn't supposed to have, and I'm off my diet now, so I might as well wait till next Monday to get back on it. Well, I, you know, it's... I missed Monday morning. <laughs> I missed Monday morning, so I might as well just forget about the rest of the week, or it's September, and I'm messing up, so I'm just going to take off the rest of the year, and I'll start back in January, because... The idea of perfection, I need to do this perfectly every time or else it's not worth it, is, has, I, well, sadly, I hate to say the health and fitness industry has not helped because they ingrained that in us, but at, literally at every moment you can make a decision. At every moment you can make a different choice. Uh, so I accidentally, accidentally, that may not be the right way to put it, but so I had a piece of cake at this party. Next meal, you can make another choice. Absolutely. Uh, so I missed a workout today. The next day, you can make another choice. When when I started, I met with Trevis. Shout out to Trevis. Um, and we was on a, I guess, a Wednesday. We started doing scheduling. And uh, she said, okay, well, uh, why don't you come tomorrow? And I said, well, why don't I start Monday? And she said, I think you're better off starting um, immediately. <laughs> well, I didn't know what it meant that it was week four functional strength in my first <laughs> class. And um, I, I survived, mm -hmm. but um, I, I got home and I looked up the stairs and I thought, I don't know if I can get up the <laughs> stairs. <laughs> I did. I'm here. I'm alive. <laughs> I made it. For those of you who aren't members of Thrivology, we do our class cycles and four-week cycles. And you're supposed, it's supposed to work this way, but some of our members swear it doesn't. Um, week one is supposed to be the easiest, and then by week four, it's supposed to be the hardest. And Tim happened to sign up. In week four. week four. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if I agree that week one is always the easiest. Yeah, but, no, I was uh, going to say. <laughs> uh, so maybe it doesn't always work out that way, but it's the idea. It's the idea. It's all, it's all in good fun. You know, we like to pretend like we do things purposefully around here. And as long as, the, as, long as it looks that way, then we're fine. I think we're, in a good, we're moving in a good direction. <laughs> I always swore that if I started a podcast which I'm saying this out loud, if this is rolling again, which if it is rolling again, John, I don't fall back there. <laughs> um, if it is rolling again, we had a little technical malfunction. As Tim says, we went ahead and fast forward through the, the commercials for you. <laughs> yep. No product placement here today, just yeah. Thrivology. Not today. CBT. But I always told myself that if I started a podcast, Man, no sponsors, because it, no it drives me nuts. No sponsors. Now, granted, Thrivology is technically the sponsor of the podcast because it is the thing, but... What are we calling this? Um, Good Wolf Radio. Good Wolf Radio. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you, do you know the story of the Good Wolf? Little Red Riding Hood, the, uh, the antithesis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's maybe another <laughs> spinoff of it. What's the, what's the story of the Good Wolf? Um, so... There's a Cherokee Indian legend that a chief and his grandson were having a conversation. 
and the grandson, uh, I'm sorry, the chief was talking about how each one of us has two wolves inside of us. We have a bad wolf that leads us to temptations, is angry, is fearful, is hateful, succumbs to peer pressure, and then we have a good wolf, which is compassionate, empathetic, strong, courageous, disciplined, and all of that. And the grandson says, well, which wolf wins? And the chief says, the one you feed. So, the idea. Feed the good wolf. Feed the good wolf. I like it. So, there it is. There it is. I like it. Yeah. Um, so, with that, speaking of feeding good wolves, I went back and looked at your video that we did. Oh, gosh. About a year and a half yeah. ago at this point. Yep. Almost two years. I think it was almost, February of 21. Yeah, it was, it was not much after you had started. Mm-hmm. So, in the video, you said a lot of good things, and there, were, there was one particular thing. There were a couple of things, but we'll see if we get to them. There's one particular thing that you said um, that stuck out. So, you say you used to consider yourself a former athlete, and that, and this is, I'm kind of inputting words here, in order to pursue your best self, you had to get back to the mindset of, I am an athlete. Absolutely. Why? It's that competitive edge. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, it's what drives me. And mm-hmm. that's, that's a personal thing where I'm always looking for that next 5K or 10K now or, or obstacle course race or something mm-hmm. and recognizing that um, my training's not complete. You know, I can, I can, still, I can still compete in, in some capacity except I'm not competing against you. I'm not competing with the guy next to me. I'm competing with Tim. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, uh, I, I'm, and I'm an athlete in, in the sense that uh, I'm out there, I'm doing the, doing the work, putting in the effort, and uh, making, uh, making gains every day. Mm-hmm. You know, I was uh, um, at a, uh, a meeting, oh, a few months ago, mm-hmm. and uh, it was somebody who was trying to sell us something. I think it was uh, some type of sports drink or something to, mm-hmm. to put into our plants. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy coined the new term industrial athlete. And uh, I kind of we we were laughing about that because we were thinking about some of the guys at the plants. They're probably not the most healthy guys, yeah. but they definitely were going to be drinking this uh, this sports drink. And but uh, I, I got to thinking, you know, it's it's kind of funny to put that term industrial in front of it because you know that it does apply to every everyday life. Now I work in industrial manufacturing, so you you are doing a job that's physical that requires uh, it requires the thought process of of an athlete. You're not out there. You're not out there running or lifting all the time, but you're, you're still doing a lot of the same components, whether it's walking or climbing stairs or picking up equipment or working on things that, uh, that require your, your attention and your strength. Well, and I think that goes back to the idea of making life happen for you versus letting life happen to you. Uh, there was a study done on hotel cleaners, women, women who, had, who cleaned hotels for a living. Um, and most of them had done it for a long time. And most of them were talking about how much pain they were in because of the aches and pains and doing the job and so on and so forth. So the researchers took them, sat them down and said, you're exercising every day. You're exercising every day. B12, 
because of this. You're lifting things up, you're bending over, you're doing this, you're doing that. And they followed him again for another, I'll just make up a, a duration of time, three months. Mm-hmm. And after that three months, simply from changing the mindset of this is just what I'm doing, this is just my job, I have to show up and I have to do this, to I'm exercising every day and paying attention to the things that they were doing every day, they had lost like, and again, I'm kind of, I'm sure I'm butchering this, we'll say 10 pounds, lost inches on their waist, felt better, moved better, just from thinking differently about what they were doing. It's a mindset. It's literally just changing your mind about, oh, well, this is just something that I do every day to, I, I, am, I am this thing, I am doing this purposefully, and I'm putting this effort into this, this life because it is the only life that we have. But nonetheless, no matter what it is that you're doing, the mindset that you have about it is going to dictate the outcomes that you get from it. So now that's easy for me to say, considering I don't do industrial work. <laughs> I'm sure that it's grind, it's, it's tough work, especially being in a plant. I'm, just, I'm 100% certain that it's, it's challenging. So that I, I get that it's easy for me to say that sitting here in a nice cozy <laughs> you know. Hey, and you know what? I give a shout out to those guys too because they do it to, so that I can do what I do at a, on a corporate 100%, level. A hundred percent, dude. A hundred percent. So the other, did you have something? No. Nope. The other thing that you said, is here it is. Don't ask me to read your writing. Yeah, I was like, where is it? Um, so at the very end of the video, you say, I ask you the question, if you had to go back and say, and tell your old self something, if you had to go back and, and, and speak to your old self, what would you say? And you said, I would say to get out of your mind and get back into the mindset of when you were 16 years old, when nothing was going to stop you. And I think at this point, now that I say that out loud, we're kind of beating a dead drum here, but I think it's an important drum to beat. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you mean by that. It means start sooner. It mm-hmm. means don't uh, don't stop. Don't let life get in the way. Things things are going to happen every day. You know, whether it's um, whether it's going going back to school, whether it's having a kid, whether it's getting married, whether it's um, you know taking your kids to school or whatever. Put that time to your to yourself to uh, to focus on your your health and fitness. That's that's your time. Whether that's fifteen minutes or twenty minutes, and I know we're we're all busy in life. But if um, if you get up right now at six thirty, if you can get up at six fifteen and do something, then you're you're fifteen minutes ahead. And uh, I'm not that great at math to figure out percentages of what your day is <laughs> when you go to bed. But um, but uh, you know you're you're gaining that that one percent in in one way or another. Start, start making, making an effort. I mean, make that incremental effort. And, you know, when, when I look back, you know, uh, almost 30 years ago now, I didn't have those responsibilities and things to, to get in my way. Just as I've, um, you know, I've gotten married, I've had kids, I've built a career. And then now I've recognized that, uh, that I'm just as important as, um, as, as my wife, my kids, and, and I have to put some focus on me. Is it selfish? I don't, I don't think it is. I, I used to think that uh, it was being a little bit selfish, but I think it's probably a good kind of selfishness because if, I, if I'm taking care of myself, then I, can, then I can play the long game and take care of my family. Tim, I think that's a great way to wrap it up. That's well said. I appreciate you. I appreciate your effort. Like I said in the beginning of this, and I mean this wholeheartedly, 
you inspire me to become a better person because you are definitely, I will say, um, you have a driving personality that sometimes lacks in me, even though I know from the outside looking in to a lot of people, it looks like it's there, but um, I appreciate you. I appreciate that. And, you know, I appreciate uh, every, everybody here, you and Jonna and, and uh, McKinley and Sharon and Trevis and, uh, and Taylor. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's one family that you guys really uh, do a great job keeping everybody motivated, keeping everybody on pace and on target. And, you know, you don't have a problem picking up the phone or shooting a text or something if somebody's <laughs> not, uh, not kind of getting with it. And, you know, the relationships that I've met here, too, I um, mean, you know, we lived here. Of course, COVID didn't help anything, but we lived here about three years before uh, before that happened, and I've met some some great friends and folks that um, help drive me uh, drive me every day. And uh, you know, I don't know if uh, give a shout out to anybody in particular, but uh, Eric Carroll uh, got me back into into running and and uh, doing doing five Ks by uh, presenting uh, presenting the Veterans Five K the uh, the Honor Run um, back in. Uh, November of 2021, and um, you know that really kind of set set me on fire. And I'm looking forward to getting getting him back once he uh, gets done with his rehab. And yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, anybody else that wants to join us too, uh, we're we're out there. I've got uh, another friend that she uh, she challenged me last year to do uh, 12, um, 12, 12 5Ks in uh, 2022. I think we surpassed that a little bit. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, sounds you know like what? it. She want she wanted to do one a month, and um, and and we did it for. Mm-hmm. So we uh, we, cool. we definitely met our goal. Uh, we got a reevaluate 2023 but yeah. uh, you know like i said at the beginning 2023 thrivology is the place to be that's super cool you know there's a lot of truth and uh you are the sum of the people you surround yourself with and i think that's what i hear absolutely which is which is super cool Ab- absolutely it's uh it's a community and a um uh, you know what I, the term family is probably thrown around too too often <laughs> but it, it definitely is uh it, ta- it takes a it, it takes a village no doubt Thanks, brother. Absolutely. Appreciate you. Yep.